Hello, and again, welcome to BitDepth. I'm Santiago Ramones. Across from me is... Sable. She is my fiance. Woo! We're, yeah, we're now engaged. Officially, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is about time. <laughs> We've actually been engaged now for a month. Yeah, basically. As of yesterday, but right. when this podcast comes out, it will be like few days prior but whatever but yeah we've been engaged for a month now Mm -hmm. Uh, after being together for eight years yes yes (laughs) um so uh we're still going through the uh the the rigor and (laughs) nonsense of trying to figure out how to plan a wedding (laughs) so it's fun though i like it yeah no i I like it too (laughs) each other stuff and telling each other ideas and what might work and yeah, so I mean, stay we, tuned. <laughs> we still have like over a year, so we good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we still have a whole podcast to record. Yes, the reason that uh, I mean, you wanted to record a podcast about conspiracy theories because <laughs> that's like my new obsession right now, and I thought it was also just a good way to like publicly announce our engagement if you will since that's also when we're gonna like go about it like social media wise since we've told everybody Mm -hmm. in person that we've wanted to talk to or that we're able to get to i guess i should say right um but so conspiracy theories um yes we should probably preface this by saying like these are just crazy internet hypotheses that don't have like I mean, some might have some factual basis, but, like, even us two discussing it, just... <laughs> it's just for people, fun. Yeah, two people riffing on ideas, not even necessarily just... No. Like, Ooh, this is the way that things are. It's all plausible. That's, right. like, what I always say. I did have kind of this, like, thought earlier. I guess, like, you can say conspiracy theories are, like, at least what we talk about in our day and age are no different than like the theories that like past philosophers had because they're all theories. It's just a modern theory or modern philosophy viewpoint, whatever. Right. But at least nowadays, some are more provable than others. Well, yeah, obviously. But Um, again, we're just having fun conversation, expanding. It's just a philosophical theory conversation yeah. whatever it's not true also oh, crazy people on the internet yes <laughs> i was gonna say uh i know i was the one that brought up this topic to mm. talk about so i do apologize if what i say is not correct i'm going based off of just like uh videos that i've heard mm-hmm. like on youtube i haven't been able to do a whole lot of research so if you're listening and i'm wrong i'm sorry right. ahead of That's time like we believe most of these anyways it's just stuff that is hey what if yeah this is really just a big what if (laughs) yes also it'll be mostly you explaining conspiracies and i'll be like nah that's bullshit (laughs) (laughs) you'll be the logical one out of the two of us so i'll just be trying to uh bring in some some thought and reason uh, debunking yeah debunking but also uh lending credit where there is actually some some truth to it yeah yeah 
Let's get started. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. So I like wrote notes as I like, of course, listen to these videos, but we're going to first start off with Mandela effect since that's like the biggest craze right now. So what is the Mandela effect? Mandela. Mandela effect. Not Mandela. Not, that's not what I said, but uh, Mandela what, effect. Whatever. Um, Are we going to have a Mandela effect <laughs> with the word Mandela effect? Well, it's based off of the man Mandela. Yes, Nelson Mandela. Yeah, but you pronounced it awkwardly, Mandela. so that's why I corrected you. Um, so basically, from what I gathered, it's called Mandela effect from him because people thought that he had died at one point, but he really didn't, or like everyone was convinced that he died in prison or out of prison. It's like one or the other. Mm -hmm. So it's based off his death, basically. So that's where the term Mandela effect comes from because it's people perceiving? Remembering. Remembering? Okay. Remembering something specific in either one way or another. Mm -hmm. So that's basically what a Mandela effect is for anyone who isn't aware of, sort of this thing. Like a a, a mass social misremembering. Yeah, basically. So um, I'll get to like the, well, I guess I'll just go ahead and start with the most popular one. Um, so the biggest one is the Berenstain, Berenstain Bears. A uh, popular children's series that we all grew up with. Everyone is convinced that it's Berenstain, so S-T-E-I-N at the end of it, right. but it's Stain, so S-T-A-I-N, mm -hmm. and that's, like, been the biggest trip. Whenever you talk about Mandela effects, that's, like, basically the number one thing. So, again, if you've already heard about it, I'm sorry, but, like, just explain it for anyone who hasn't heard of this. But a lot of people are convinced growing up that it was spelled with an E. Mm -hmm. And also, like... There were books. I think there was a TV show. I know there was toys, all this kind of stuff. Everyone was convinced it was spelled with an E. But, like, people are going back now, and they're seeing that it's spelled with an A, and now pronouncing it correctly as stain. And, of course, like, one of the YouTubers that I follow, like, he's really big into conspiracy theories and everything. Like, that's part of his channel. But, like, of course, he's like, time to traveler or something, and it's like, Sure, let's go with that fun thing. But, like, it could also, in in my kind of, like, way of thinking it, it could be one of two things. It could be, like, everyone just pronounced it stain or steen, sorry, um, growing up. And so you hear that and you mentally think, okay, how is that spelled? And so your mind logically puts an E in there. Mm -hmm. Um, especially if like the creators or something didn't outright come out and say it's pronounced this way. Mm -hmm. So everyone mispronounced it. Everyone thought in their mind it's an E. And then like now everyone's like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Why is it spelled this way? Yeah. Why is it pronounced this way? Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of my logic of it. Um, Can you explain the time travel one? Well, the time travel is like... I think from what he said, it's like the butterfly effect, like he like the time traveler, whoever, whatever it is, like is the butterfly effect of like someone went back in time, maybe like changed the spelling or like did something that caused the spelling to change, whatever. I don't know. But 
it's probably the number one topic of Mandela effect is the Berenstein Bears and if it was an E or an A. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of people that are coming out uh, photographing all their stuff that they owned. I never cared for that series growing up. I remember it, but like I can't picture the name mm-hmm. from growing up. Right. Um, but people are showing it's spelled with an A, but like then there is a few people that come out and say like, no, look, here it is with an E, mm-hmm. you know. But like in this day and age, you do have to wonder, is it real? Is it Photoshopped? You know, and I do love Mandela effects. I think they're kind of fun, Mm -hmm. but like there comes a point where I view it and I'm like, okay, how realistic is this? Mm -hmm. Is it Photoshopped? Because as a graphic designer, I know what goes into making an image look real. Um, Especially if it's like a grainy image, Uh, you can do effects to make it all look consistent, Mm -hmm. whatever. So like, it's really, really hard for stuff like that to like make me 100% believe it. Right. Um, with that being said, kind of transitioning into, um, some of the other Mandela effects. So again, hopping onto the graphic design portion of it, one of the other Mandela effects are logos. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, so here's like a few of them and I'm going to ask you, cause I'm curious. Mm -hmm. And like, for those of you listening, like. I want you to also think about these logos and like you mentally think like, okay, like what is it? So Fruit Loops, how do you think it's spelled? Um, I mean, for me, I, in my mind's eye, I see two O's, F-R-O-O-T. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure that is the effect uh, that people misremember it as F-R-U-I-T or am I misremembering it? Well, okay, this one in particular, like, this is showing, like, old and current, I guess, like, things. Um, I I guess, of course, like, they're not going to show, like, what it used to be or whatever. But supposedly, like, for Fruit Loops, mm-hmm. um, it's two O's. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess people thought it was fruit like the actual word fruit um so that's like one of them and thinking back i'm like was it spelled fruit i don't think it ever was i think because it's clever so to use the two o's for their cereal oh waste cereal why waste that marketing potential all right um another one captain crunch how was that spelled um since, I mean, I'm also, like, metagaming a little bit. So like, um, are they both spelled with Ks or both spelled with Cs? Mm-hmm. So uh, my guess would be spelled with Ks for marketing purposes. Uh, but I'm sure people remember it spelled with a C. It's always been a C, oh. for one thing. But okay. that's not, ad- well, that's actually not it. It's, was it Captain fully spelled out? Or was it the hyphenated Captain? Or, like, the abbreviated? Yeah, abbreviated, uh, sorry. I mean, my mind's eye says the full word. No, currently it's the hyphenated. Or abbreviated. Abbreviated. God, sorry. (laughs) Um, No, I guess like the old one was fully spelled out, but now it's C-A-P apostrophe N for captain. Oh, okay. okay, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, I'll do like another one. Big 
uh, ramen noodle brand. I want to see like what you say. What? What the name is? Maruchan. No. It's in a. What cup noodles? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it that? It's probably cup noodle, like singular. <laughs> That's really interesting. I mean, I. Uh, is that the name of the brand? Uh no, it's uh Nissin. N i s s i n. Well, okay. I really like ramen, so I'm a trash vacuum. <laughs> well, you were kind of on the right track when you said cup noodle. What? What is it? It's cup noodles. Okay. But people remember it being cup o noodles. Oh, that's that's dumber. <laughs> that's dumber. <laughs> People's memories are dumb. <laughs> um, so to kind of continue the process, everyone else is dumb, but me. Oh my God. As no. Bender would say, stop it. Um, okay. I want to do another one. Cause I'm like really curious. <laughs> uh, Febreze, how you spell that? F E B R E E Z E. Nope. <laughs> it's only F E B R E Z E. Okay. But everyone remembers it like Breeze. Yeah. So like, that's like another one. And I, I'm even looking at this right now and I don't even, mm. like that doesn't even look right to me. Right. But I don't know if that's Mandela effect or if that's just like, no, Breeze is spelled right. with like three E's. Mm -hmm. So it's like, ah, uh, you know, what yeah, is yeah. it? Um, so, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm like looking at one and I'm like, wait a minute. Um, okay, that's just a marketing one there. Okay. okay, anyway, sorry. So, like, another, a few other ones to continue it. Um, I guess a recent one is Chick-fil-A. Like, mm -hmm. how is it spelled? Uh, people, for some reason, think that there wasn't a K. In Chick. In Chick. Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't make sense because then it'd either be Chic or Chick. Like a girl. Like, hey, Chick, whatever. Um, at least, like, when I think of that. But no, I've always remembered there being a K. Mm -hmm. um, Kit Kat, does it have the, the hyphen the hyphen or not? Mm -hmm. um, it does not right now. Um, but, but so it could have in the past. Huh? It could have it in the past. Um, I'm remembering a hyphen. <laughs> um, Coca-Cola, the dash size is apparently a thing. If it was like the bigger one or the smaller one, which is the smaller one now. Um, yeah, like a tiny dash. Mm -hmm. uh, the laughing cow, I think. I think having to do with like Is the she had a bow? or oh the the, the nose, nose ring, ring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which do you remember? Um, I thought she did, but apparently not. Nope, yeah. she never did. <laughs> it's always like just the earrings, because like if it's a cow, you don't need a ring because that usually signified a bull. Yeah. So. Right. But. All that aside. Right. So those are fun. You can always look them up. Um, yeah. But from a designer standpoint, I can't fully say those count because in the graphic design world and with marketing and everything, you can have one look like when the company started. Mm -hmm. And so like Coca-Cola, we'll start with them. Um, they might have started out with a bid dash. I don't mm -hmm. remember unless like we look at antique shops and find old products. Right. But like if we compared to something 
like from an antique shop to like something you find at Walmart, mm-hmm. um, you'll probably find a change. And that's not like time travel or whatever. It's no, it's marketing. Yeah, it's yeah. upgrading your logo to fit with the times yeah. and everything. Change over time. Yeah. Um, because companies want something new. They want something fresh. Um, I had to do this with a client where uh, they either are doing a new name. So I had to change their look or uh, say a company isn't doing very well. Because mm-hmm. maybe they've stuck with the same look for so long that people are just kind of like meh about right. it. Or like it doesn't bring in enough like traffic. Yeah, yeah. And so they're like, we need to do something to bring more people in. Mm-hmm. So let's have a hip new look and up to date and all that fun stuff. And that's what that is. Yeah. It's not a Mandela effect. It's a company mm-hmm. marketing thing. Yeah. So certain ones like those, mm-hmm. I don't believe in. Yeah. Um, Can I, I provide some? Go for it. Cause um, I'm seeing what this other thing is. <laughs> um, so the, the thing with Mandela effect is that, it, it's a little bit less a conspiracy and more just a, I mean, as the definition or as the wording says, effect. Yeah. It, it's an effect. It's a social, like, mass misremembering. And yeah. So, uh, my explanation, and this is just like the explanation, I guess, is that people have terrible memories. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, we, we may sort of like count on, ooh, like, my memory and like, I'm so sure about this, mm-hmm. but, um, there's a revisionist history podcast that, uh, two of them mm-hmm. that talk about, um, just how bad our memory really is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just find it fascinating. Like the fact of the matter that so many people are on the same page and that's what fascin fascinates me about Mandela effect. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's one thing if it's maybe, like, a few people, you know, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But, like, and I don't know, like, on a global scale about, like, some of these. Because these are, mm-hmm. like, majority of a lot of these are, like, American-made or whatever. Sure. Um, or they're more known here. But um, I don't know. Like, to have, like, a bigger n- number of people remembering the exact same thing mm-hmm. is fascinating. I think that's why like people are also equally fascinated about it because it's like, why do we all remember it right. this one way? Well, so I've, I was getting to that. As Sorry. Well. <laughs> um, we tend to follow archetypes. Yeah. Um, and so with uh, like something that you might lean a certain way or, a tendency or a very detailed thing. Um, so for example, like Kit Kat, mm-hmm. um, whatever your, your mind's eye produces, whenever you see like the logo of Kit Kat, mm-hmm. uh, you just see like the big K's. Yeah. Not a lot of people would think to put a hyphen there. Right. Um, and so it's just like a tendency for people to sort of, remember it that way mm. or uh like we talked about the the monopoly guy yeah that's uh, like another you, one. there's there's an archetypal image of what the monopoly guy is mm-hmm. but the monopoly guy doesn't have a monocle but yeah. we remember the monopoly guy having a monocle yeah because it's like oh that's what that's supposed to be well right because like 
it's interesting because, again, the YouTuber that is a conspiracy theories, he was talking about, like, you see it in costumes is, like, the main thing where it kind of messes with people. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm, like, either that's just because the costume requires that or, like, maybe someone, whoever designed it, like, misremembered it. So, like, the Monopoly Man, like, you remember, like, basically bald head but a top hat. The mustache. mustache. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a nice suit with tails. Mm-hmm. If there's tails. I don't know. Yes. Now I'm like, is that a Mandela effect? I do specifically remember tails. Like yeah. Um, but it's like, did he have a monocle? Mm-hmm. It's because, yeah, we do associate, like, super fancy, like, ooh, you know, like, yeah. he needs a monocle. Mm-hmm. And, like, costume stores will have that, include that. And so I think, again, that's the designer being like, did he have one? Or no, but like maybe it might add to the costume. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, because he was the YouTuber was saying like he remembers Mickey Mouse having red suspenders mm. when he was growing up mm-hmm. because he had like a toy or like a doll, mm-hmm. and like supposedly he had like red suspenders like with his red shorts, mm-hmm. and like when he talked about that, I was like, no. He never did. It's always right. it's always been the really awkward kind of thing. Like Mickey and Minnie were always technically topless, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Yeah. Um, while like Donald and Daisy were bottomless, mm-hmm. and then Goofy was like the only one that was fully clothed for right. the most. For, yeah, I think yeah, like yeah. most recently he just has his vest now, and which is weird. Don't think too hard about Pluto. <laughs> right? <laughs> just his collar. <laughs> um, but well, like I mean, the fact that. Pluto's a dog. And yeah, and a dog. I know. That's, like, the other thing that's, like, really weird. But anyway. Um, but, like, for Mickey having red suspenders for a costume mm-hmm. makes sense because it's, like, well, how are you going to hold up those pants? Because it's, like, a body, like, a weird onesie bodysuit looking yeah, kind of stupid thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, well, you need suspenders to keep it up. Right. So, like, that makes sense. Also, there's, like, two buttons there. Like, what are those buttons there for? <laughs> right. So. <laughs> well, also, like, I've seen... Where the buttons are in the front, but there might be ones in the back. Mm-hmm. But that's also through the old cartoons. So mm-hmm. either they're in the front or in the back. Who knows? I mean, their gloves also kept changing colors yeah. all the time. So, so yeah, and that's another thing <laughs> is that, um, that stuff does change yeah. over time. So, like, my three basic explanations is people have shitty memory. Mm-hmm. Um we tend to veer towards archetypes and stereotypes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then stuff actually does change over time. Yeah. Because <laughs> actually Cuphead, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Game Cuphead was, uh, talked about it where, like, they, like, made a nod to the old cartoons, like, with the colors of the gloves, well, like, yeah, constantly no. Cu- changing. Cuphead was intentionally doing that. No, I know. That's why I'm bringing it up because, yeah. like... Now we know, looking back at those old animation studios, yeah, they weren't consistent. And yeah. I don't know if I mean, it was referencing that. Yeah, I don't know if that was just like supply like shortages, or like people just weren't communicating, or just miscoloration, mislabeling, mm-hmm. or like something. Or Mandela effect itself that uh, <laughs> one person gave you know a character yellow gloves, and then whenever or yellow shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then once it gets to the next person, it's just like, oh, yeah, he definitely has white shoes. Mm-hmm. And so it's just little things like that yeah. that might change over time mm-hmm. just because people 
remember badly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's Mandela Effect, something very fun. Again, not super conspiracy theory-ish, but I mean, I guess you can kind of fit it in the umbrella of conspiracy yeah, theories. Because yeah. it's like, oh, like, what could be contributing to all those? Yeah. What's next? Government. No. Um, it's always the government. That's always the answer to everything. No. Um, okay, so now we're getting to the actual conspiracy theories, mm. and I just kind of made a short list due to time and also because uh did not research as much as I should have, and I'm sorry. So I'm going to be kind of talking about four main topics um, with companies. So there's just a few things there. Um, government... Um, I have the category of other, so it's just like random ones that I found interesting. And then like I wanted to end in a big one on a big one with life. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I want to like actually talk about it. I think it'd be really interesting. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with companies. So I really only have like two company conspiracy theories. Um, and I'm not meaning to drag on these companies or anything, this is all just for fun. Please don't mm-hmm. get me in trouble. No, that's right. um, okay, so this is one that I talked to you about the other night um, about how limp, limp, lip balm companies like put microscopic glass into their products, so that mm-hmm. way it forces you to buy their product. Mm-hmm. Um, so like everyone's heard that like Carmex is the one that does put like shards of glass in their uh, products or whatnot. So mm-hmm. like, that's probably like the m- more known one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know how true it is. I don't use it personally. Um, plus I'm also just like cheap. So I go for like the dollar one. Um, but people like have this theory of like using fiberglass since it's like kind of soft until like you actually like rub over it or like, I don't know, you actually come into contact with it yeah. more. And you've it's never like, had fiberglass on your body before. It's just <laughs> like it's not quite as painful as like stabbing, but it's also more irritating than just like a normal itch. Well, like, it, it feels like it never comes off. Right. Or at least for like a few you can't days. Just like rub it off. Mm-hmm. Um so it's it's somewhere in there in between like itchy and painful yeah and so people theorize that these like companies will put like like bits of like maybe like fiberglass into their products because when this youtuber was talking about it i like was mentally thinking i haven't applied like lip balm in a while or chapstick Mm -hmm. is what i should say um in a while and i feel fine Mm -hmm. you know i feel perfectly fine but like you use it all the time so like correct me if i'm wrong but like when you use it like it works for a little bit and then after a while you're like oh i really need to use it Mm -hmm. like isn't that the case yeah yeah so like that's how they get you Mm is like you think you need it like when you really don't and so you apply it and then it just makes it worse Mm -hmm. and the more you apply it the worse like your lips feel and that's where they get you. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you're constantly using it. You run out. Hey, I need more. Right. You know? And I kind of believe it. 
Like, mm-hmm. I'm probably, like, 55% like, oh, yeah, like, that could be mm-hmm. something that could actually happen. Because right. that's just how companies work nowadays, where they do little maneuvers like that to cause you to buy their products. It's, mm-hmm. um, I will always remember this. In the old show, Sister Sisters with Tia and Tamara, mm-hmm. um, I think it was Tamara that learned from her uncle how to sell a product without having to give away your full, like, uh, supply. Mm-hmm. So she was selling, I think, like, perfume. It, or was it perfume? No, 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 no. It wasn't perfume. It was, like, a beverage. Mm-hmm. And her uncle showed her, like, he poured half of this, like, juice or whatever, or punch Mm-hmm. into one container and so it was only half full and mm-hmm. then he went to the faucet and filled it with water shook it up and he's like there now mm-hmm. you've like doubled your stock basically mm-hmm. or whatever right and i believe that because mm-hmm. that is a way for companies or anyone who sells anything to make money is mm-hmm. like not giving away a hundred percent of your actual product but maybe like half of it mm-hmm. you know or just diluting it to hell yeah, exactly. But like people will still buy it mm-hmm. because they believe you're that they're getting the full 100% of like that beverage or something. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't other companies do that? Right. You know, it's kind of like and so relating to that episode, he said he suggested to her sell like pretzels or like a salty snack because if they eat that, they'll come back and want your drink. Mm-hmm. So like when you go to, like, movie theater, their mm-hmm. popcorn is maybe, like, overly salted mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, we want you to buy, like, our drink that's, like, $5, mm-hmm. so here you go. You know, it's that kind of thing. Right, so, but then it's also even more exclusivity with, like, hey, you, you can't have any food or drink in the theater, but yeah. also our food and drink in the theater is, like, $15. Yeah, but people sneak other food in anyway, so it's, right. like... Even the theater people know. Not it's yet. like, at this point, everyone knows that, like, everything is already kind of there. So, like. Yeah. So. Screw you. I'm not paying $50 <laughs> for a drink. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know, like, why anyone's, like, trying to hide it or whatever. Or pretend, like, oh, like, I didn't know that they would bring in, like, a hot dog or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I knew a guy that, like, bragged about that he brought in, like, KFC in his, like, pockets of his pants the cargo pants or whatever and i'm like how did you get away with that excessive that's like disgusting yeah but like anyway so moving along um can i provide like an answer to the chapstick one of course um so i would say that it wouldn't necessarily be like glass or fiberglass or whatever Mm -hmm. um but really just more of like a chemical thing um as someone who does use chapstick all the freaking <laughs> time uh hashtag ad um <laughs> well, you're not saying the brand that you use chapstick is a brand um oh duh. Okay. <laughs> never mind um thought it was called something else for some reason but i do feel that sort of like dependence on mm-hmm. it and it could be that they're putting chemicals or whatever it might be to 
irritate your lips or have your lips be like dependent on it. Mm-hmm. Or it could just be actually that your body adapts to this sort of treatment. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, you're moisturizing lips. I don't need to do this anymore. And so your body itself actually becomes dependent on it. It could be like a after the fact sort of thing rather than a like beforehand sort of thing. Right. So then I must, I will raise you another question <laughs> um, or point or whatever. So is it like chemicals as in like it's bad for you kind of chemicals or is it kind of like uh, neosporin kind of type things because it's healing your cracked lips, right? Mm-hmm. And so like when you apply like any sort of antibacterial ointment, whether it's spray, cream, whatever, onto say like a wound, mm-hmm. it hurts. Or like even like um, hand sanitizer, it right. burns the cut. So would you technically say it's kind of like that maybe? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, depending on what it is that you're using, mm-hmm. uh, I use chapstick, it never hurts and never burns whenever I apply it. Mm-hmm. It like only feels good whenever I put on chapstick. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have like a burning sensation no, or anything there's no later. There's nothing. Nothing. Okay. Um, with Carmex mm-hmm. and Blistex, mm-hmm. there is like a burning sensation or like a tingling. And mm-hmm. so those are probably ones that you should be suspicious of. Yeah. Because it's like if you're trying to moisturize your lips, it's really just like putting water on your lips. Why does it need to tingle? Why does it need to burn? <laughs> right. So, yeah. Well, then my solution is just make your own. Or uh, drink lots of water. Well, the only problem is like when winter, because that's when like probably more people buy them. Mm-hmm. And we're lingering on this topic way too long. Right. But final point. Um, that's when probably most chapsticks are bought. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... You can't just put water on your lips because well, no, freeze. but like, like no, but drinking water means that your body has enough water in it to moisturize yourself like completely. Okay, fair um, enough. <laughs> and so, more of the reason again we're drawing on this too long, but more of the reason as to why people uh, have drier skin or whatever during winter is because like oh it's cold I don't need to drink water right but they need you still to. need to drink water right but. Since it's not hot, you're not like, ooh, I'm thirsty, but drink more water. Right. That'll solve all your problems. Just water. Always water. <laughs> okay. So the other company theory, again, not meaning to drag. Um, so this is one some people have theorized. This one I'm on the fence about too, but like I'll kind of explain like why I don't 100% believe it, but mm. uh, Starbucks. Everyone who goes to Starbucks, you know, you get your name and there's like, it's, I don't know if it's a meme at this point or just like, they always misspell your name. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I have not so common names, mm-hmm. at least here. Mm-hmm. So, and you don't even drink coffee. So like, no. I'm not even <laughs> counting you at this point. But like for me, when I do go and I've naturally done i do this all the time with my name i always spell out my name to people that Mm -hmm. have to write a name on a cup because i know my name is not common Mm -hmm. so it's not rare but it's not common so also short enough that you can spell it in a timely manner yeah i'm not gonna be like (laughs) s-a-n-t-i-a-g-o right exactly difficult (laughs) exactly but the theory is um starbucks whenever they hire their baristas like 
they tell them, oh, like misspell names as much as possible because at this point people will like take a, take a picture of it and post it on social media and be like, look at how they misspelled my name because that's free advertisement right there. But I'm also like, okay, so that's like maybe one form of free advertisement, but you still get free advertisement because people are always like, look at the Starbucks cup that I got or look how pretty this is made or just like a selfie. Like, and I've done this with the girls where we've taken a a selfie outside of Starbucks Mm -hmm. while drinking our coffees. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're still going to get it no matter what, regardless if the name is misspelled or not. Mm -hmm. Um. But that's the theory of, like, why the names get misspelled. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, people will say they get, like, a random letter in their name that doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. or, like, any of that. So that's just a theory. Uh, I personally, like, real quick, I personally feel it's more of just they don't hear very well. So, like, Matty. (laughs) Yeah, constantly. And then, like, the music and whatever. (laughs) So, like, Matty... She it's spelled with two T's, but mm-hmm. they always do two D's. Right. And then depending on who the barista is, will say a Y at the end or I or IE or whatever. Right. So like it depends on the person. Yeah. And like I can also Also Maddie is usually short for something. Yeah. I had Madison Lewelling recently yeah. on and she goes by Maddie. Exactly. With a D. Yeah. Or like Megan, there's like what, three, four ways to spell Megan? Yeah. So, I mean, it just depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Like, depending on how they know how to spell the name and also what they hear. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we all hear differently and mm-hmm. we can all hear something and think it's something else. Mm-hmm. You know, and also, like, nowadays, people have, like, crazy spelling names because their parents are like, I want to be different and I want to have my child have, like, a really crazy name. Like... And I'm not dragging anybody who, like, has done that. But I'm just I saying. Am. Huh? I am. <laughs> what? Dragging people who, like. Oh, okay. Add Lynn at the end of every single name. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, we're living in a day and age where it's, like, we don't have just the generic names anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, Jason and Brittany. You know, now it's, like, really extravagant or really abstract or whatever i mean we've talked about wanting to have kids and naming them after constellations and everything so like it's out there (laughs) so it's like how do i spell this one name when maybe it's really easy right you know but i digress so again it's starbucks using Mm -hmm. free publicity through misspellings of customers names right so my answer to that uh the I actually think the the social media thing is actually a good mm-hmm. uh, explanation for it, and I actually wouldn't put it past a company like Starbucks. Oh no, to I wouldn't either. Do something like that. So that's actually more plausible. Um, and then, but like you said, like the whole selfie thing, like people take selfies with their drinks, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's more of like after the fact. Like Starbucks became a giant monolithic company and then people continue to take selfies so so that's kind of another way that starbucks's propaganda campaign has worked um and so like this idea of the the basic bitch going to starbucks (laughs) and like 
putting whole lots of sugar and taking pictures mm -hmm. with her coffee, like that propaganda campaign was successful. Yeah, like I feel like with Starbucks in particular and like with other companies, it's also the same. But like it starts to become a stereotype. So like mm -hmm. when you think of Starbucks, it used to be like the really cool kid that was off in the corner, like on his laptop or like, like, I don't know why, but I think like berets and like turtlenecks right. and all black, like coffee France. shop kind of people. France. France. Yes. But like nowadays it's like the YouTuber or like the Valley girl or just like someone who has like their nails like ridiculously long and mm -hmm. overdone and they have the fake tan and mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. So like it's almost become a stereotype now when I think of Starbucks because mm -hmm. I kind of remember when it first came out mm -hmm. and like, I mean, they've been around a while, but whenever they got popular. Yeah. Um, but my, my thought and I, I just now, came to me but like so remember a few like christmases ago with the whole like red cup yeah. thing i don't know if that was on purpose or not and this isn't a conspiracy this is just like thinking out loud i don't know if that was on purpose um of starbucks maybe they were just like hey we're just giving you this red cup and you can draw on it I think that's what it originally was. But, like, everyone lost their shit over it. Like, oh, my God, like, why is it just red? And, like, oh, like, get over yourself. It's a cup. Like, they were just doing it so that way you could draw on it. Take a tip from Donald <laughs> Trump. Oh, God. Bad publicity is publicity. It is. And, I mean, yeah, that is actually very true because you somehow always remember, like, the worst advertisement mm -hmm. which kind of sucks in a way like like the people that do like really good advertisement like mm -hmm. they put so much work into effort into it but like if you compare that to like one that's done like really really bad mm -hmm. or like gets like a lot of fame over it mm -hmm. the i know the other one like definitely gets more views or remembered more but mm -hmm. so there's that one um so let me go a little bit 9-11 here <laughs> um, if you haven't seen the first Zeitgeist documentary, um, yeah, it's a little cheesy and a little, uh, there are places where it's like a stretch, but, um, they provide a lot of information that, uh, just present information that mm -hmm. goes, Hey, look, this may not be the uh usual narrative that we're getting right that um, we're being misled yes to believe so, one thing um the zeitgeist documentary talked about uh, <coughs> uh 9-11 but also talked about like jesus and blah blah, blah. so um mm -hmm. but at least with 9-11 um the common narrative is there were some terrorists they hijacked some planes and they decided to uh, crash them into the World Trade Center. It was orchestrated by Osama bin Laden. Mm -hmm. And so then we went and we invaded Iraq because of that. Started almost World War III. Uh, I mean, back then, I think right. that was World War III-ish. Um, but now there's there's just enough shady information to not necessarily to say whether or not Oh, the government did 9-11. Oh, the government didn't do 9-11. Mm -hmm. It's more just 
to say we're not being told the truth. We haven't been told the truth. Right. The first of all, which is basically a meme now, uh, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Yeah. And yeah, it's funny and it's a meme and blah, blah, blah. But like jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Science. Yeah. Um, Can I add? Yeah, go for it. Um, So like another scientific, I guess you can go ahead and say fact. Like they've done an experiment to show it. Um, when a plane is like traveling at the speed that it's going, and mm-hmm. if it collides into like in like a solid object, mm-hmm. it doesn't go through it. Mm-hmm. It literally like disintegrates. Yeah. So, for those that remember seeing the footage or have seen the footage, if it's like out there, <clears throat> um, everyone is told the plane goes through. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it like one goes through one building out it and then goes to the other. I don't remember. Mm. Um, but I do remember everyone saying the plane went through. Mm. That's not possible. And um, I understand like a lot of it's glass, but like, well, and also in the experiment, I think it was like super solid. So like concrete kind of stuff, mm. like no windows, nothing else. So, but it still shouldn't have gone through all the way. It, it didn't go through all the way. Okay. Um, but that's kind of like to take the, the conspiracy theory to that length would include like, oh, they tampered with footage or all the news coverage was fake. And I think that's that's too the, much of a stretch. Well, there there is the theory that the planes were CG'd. Um, no, that's a stretch. People saw it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, people were there. Mm-hmm. We, like it was that witness long did. enough ago that we can remember we can all remember when it was. And so it's like, yeah, no, people saw it. Um, <laughs> but um, jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Uh, there was thermite. Uh, there were explosions. Everyone said that they heard explosions, not even necessarily an impact, but explosions. There are videos out there on YouTube of like people that have uploaded videos and you can hear explosions. Mm. And if you look at the footage, you can see remnants of uh, explosions happening. There's one, I think, where they say, like, the explosion went off too early before the plane hit. Yeah. Supposedly. You can see see explosions of it, like, (coughs) falling and early explosions, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, People that worked there even said that they remember hearing explosions. Yes. Um, And then just the fact that it fell down like a controlled demolition. Yeah. Um, so you can always compare the two of those. Yeah, and as that's well. very easy to just side by side look at the footage of yeah. the World Trade Center falling. And then there's the whole um the plane that crashed into the Pentagon. They seized all the footage surrounding the Pentagon. Uh especially in that one area, right? Yes. Um, and also when you look at the entry, like the crash entry, isn't it like too small for, yeah, a, plane it's too small anyway? for a plane anyway? Yeah. Um so it's and also, like, like, where is the plane? Didn't they say, like, they couldn't even find it? There was no nothing. Yeah. Um, Shady business. Right. So, again, I'm not saying, like, oh, the government did it or whatever. It's just, like, oh, and then the, the third plane, which was over Pennsylvania, uh, there was a, another plane that was hijacked over Pennsylvania. because it was. Wouldn't it was, that be the fourth? Because I thought there were oh, yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was no. The, uh, there were two at the... Two in New York, one at the Pentagon, and another at 
okay. Pennsylvania. So quote unquote and then, fourth. Uh, World Trade Center nine, I believe, or mm. eight or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, burned down hmm. at the same time. Um, Interesting. But nobody remembers that. But the, the plane in Pennsylvania, uh, they said that like it was hijacked and then the passengers like stopped the hijackers and then crashed it in the field. Mm-hmm. But they looked at that wreckage in the field and it was just like, just like as though someone had just thrown scrap metal in a field. Right. Um, so, yeah, again, I'm not saying that the government. I do want to I do want to add real quick. Go for it. OK, I do. Um, I'll just go ahead and like say it now. I was going to probably wait till the end, but I don't want to do that. I'm going to go ahead and just credit the YouTuber I've been referring to. Shane Dawson. Yeah, Love you. Um, but like he did a video and he's done ones over 9-11 and maybe it is the government. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know who's in charge of all of it, but like he did bring up a very valid point, which again, leans me over to the side of that. It was all staged that we've, been seeing signs of it happening for years and never really realized it. Mm-hmm. Um, the cartoons the for the most thing. Yeah. So like 90s kids, um, apparently there was like a movie poster in Johnny Bravo where it's the two towers and they're on fire. And this mm-hmm. was that one was like the closest one because I think that episode was released like that year mm-hmm. before actual 9-11. Yeah. Um, there have been other countless ones. I can't remember all of them. Um, there had been actually a cartoon from Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. uh, one of the Looney Tunes, where there's a character yelling, look, the towers, they're falling. Because mm-hmm. he's being overdramatic in the scene mm-hmm. and, like, falling and fainting. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's referring to the towers, at that time and that they're falling Mm -hmm. and like maybe that one's kind of a stretch but it is kind of like well that's almost too coincidental i don't know um but there was like another ad that shane referred to that um it's not really propaganda i don't think but like our threat is like hit it before it hits you kind of thing. And it's the two towers that have like an illustration of like leg bones Mm -hmm. and a plane getting ready to fly into it. And Mm -hmm. the plane is arthritis. Mm -hmm. And like that to me is really scary. Right. Um, I really wish I could find it. I know it's in my paper somewhere of like schoolwork, but like there was this old prophecy um, that came out years and years and years ago, Islamic like prophecy about, referring to, like, nations being rattled. Mm. And, like, a lot of people theorize, like, oh, that's, like, 9-11 before it happened. But sorry, we're rambling on. And I always have to inject some reason because, again, with conspiracy theories, you you have to worry about not going too far. And so with the whole cartoon thing or seeing it in ads and stuff, I would say it's less so that, oh, they were planning it for a long time and getting people like used to uh, seeing that so they're not in complete hysteria. Yeah. I'd say it's more like people see the Twin Towers like that. And I'm sure everyone thought like, man, they're so huge. What if like a plane crashed into it? Well, yeah, that's that's like the kind of your immediate 
reaction to seeing something so or is strange that what like they that? want you to think mm-hmm. no it's just no like, i know <laughs> but you know, i mean that's crash into it. well i know but that's like what a lot of people would say like oh is that like what they want you to think you know kind of thing but i don't again i don't know how like premeditated mm-hmm. this like was for whoever decided to set it up if it was a setup or whatever mm-hmm. you know what i mean yes so who knows um but at least to finalize that the narrative may not be exactly what they told us it is right whoever they is all right let's lightning round through chemtrails okay um okay so thing to when you're outside and you see a plane fly by and they leave like these streaks in the sky mm-hmm. right um so like oh hey a plane flew by because mm-hmm. you can always tell well a lot of people have been speaking up saying like they see multiple throughout the day um this is when i kind of want to research a little bit more on because i don't know if like more happen in specific areas over others like I even looked outside. I didn't see any or mm-hmm. anything. I guess maybe depending on where there's more traffic, like air traffic per se, like mm-hmm. maybe you might see them more. Um, who knows? But so there's chemtrails, so chemical trails, mm-hmm. or there's contrails, which are condensation. Yeah. Yeah, condensation trails. Um, so I guess like viewers, you can decide on which it is. Um, but theorists have said they think it's chemical trails Mm -hmm. and even like celebrities like Prince and, um, a few other like, uh, recent celebrities believe that these are chemical trails that the government is dispersing through airplanes that are like dropping on like areas and are messing up with people. Mm -hmm. So, um, they cause chemical reactions to people and other things. Um, people believe that it's like government control mm-hmm. or like climate change. Um, cause a lot of people are thinking like, oh, there seems to be a lot more cancer that seems to be popping up. Maybe it's these chemical mm-hmm. trails because like it's dispersing like in the atmosphere or like coming down on us. Mm-hmm. And like, what if it's getting in our food? What if it's like affecting like other things that we're not aware of? Mm-hmm. Because, um, I forgot which celebrity it was, but, like, basically they were saying, like, when one of those happened, like, everyone started, like, freaking out for no reason. Like, not freaking out, like, oh, my God, we're going to die, but, like, freaking out at each other, like, for no rational reason. So, Mm -hmm. like, causing fights more or something. So, Mm -hmm. it's, like, is that a thing? You know, um, is is it chemicals or is it condensation? Because, Mm -hmm. like, uh, scientists have, like, shown, like, oh, like and i didn't like write it down but like again condensation like that's just what it is from the plane Mm -hmm. but like when there's multiple that happen that's when i start thinking like is it chemicals i mean i wouldn't put it past anyone to like have that actually be a thing i mean we do the crop dusting Mm -hmm. on crops so like why can't like a bigger plane do that as well for like a mass area right and so that's where i'm like is that a way to like weed off like the weak people or whatever, or like to kill off more people? Are we overpopulated? That's how they're killing us, mm-hmm. whatever. But again, like if it's affecting people, it's affecting other things too. Mm-hmm. Um, my counterpoint to that is uh, how many people have to not know? Mm-hmm. How many people do have to know about like 
the chemicals that were loading into the plane and blah, blah, blah. Right. And so it's a similar thing with, uh, with like 9-11, whenever people say like, oh, how could it have been the government? It's like you mm-hmm. have to keep all of these people that are in on it mm-hmm. from talking. Right. And so the more people that you get in on a conspiracy, Unless the they just hire like a certain number of people. Right. But the more people that get in on a conspiracy, the harder it is to contain. Right. No, that's um, fair. And so given the magnitude, given blah, 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 um, it's hard to make it so mm-hmm. big and not be found out by now. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess my other thing would be like, how big is the actual plane that's up there? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, <clears throat> it doesn't have to be like a commercial airline. It could mm-hmm. be like military size, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, because we never really see the plane. We just see the streams afterwards. Mm But I don't know. Again, that one I'm 50-50 on. Mm -hmm. Primarily because I can believe that can be something that could Mm -hmm. happen. Especially since, like, I love dystopian, like, Mm -hmm. literature. That is, like, a prime thing that how to control the masses, Mm -hmm. like chemicals, stuff in water, stuff in your food, mind control, you know? Mm -hmm. So like textbook, like villainy right there. almost. Um, so flat earth theory. So we'll do that. Flat earth. Okay. So again, this is just a theory. Um, I'm still kind of like processing it personally. So I don't know exactly what I believe yet. But so the theory is we don't live on a sphere. It's like a flat surface, mm-hmm. uh, a plane. Uh, Shane's brother said like planet is just plane with a T at the end of it, <laughs> which is interesting. Um, I need to listen to his stuff. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we're just like on a flat surface surrounded by ice. So mm-hmm. like the reason why we have an ice wall um, Because Antarctica, which is what we know to be at the very bottom. Mm -hmm. And then, like, North Pole at the very top. So that's where our ice caps are. Um, I also understand, scientifically speaking, Mm -hmm. well, like, if the Earth is round, we're on an axis. Mm -hmm. Axis. And those two points are always going to be the furthest from the sun. So they're the coldest. Supposedly, because we're tilted on our Mm -hmm. axis, whatever. But ice caps are melting, whatever. But those places people can't really, like, go to and be able to survive for long periods of time. Um, I don't even know what the population is of the scientists that are down in Antarctica right now anyway, but, like, it's very, very small. Mm -hmm. So people who believe in the flat earth theory is that it's a giant wall of ice that's keeping us out. Mm -hmm. And if you... Or in, Mm -hmm. excuse me. Um, And if you try to, like, go near it, it's kind of like Area 51. Like, they try and, like, take you away from it. Planes Mm -hmm. don't fly over it. But I'm like, why would you want to fly over it anyway if there's, like, bad weather down there? You don't want to get stranded in snow. Um. So, like, flight patterns, that's another thing. Like, they don't make sense. Like, if you were to map it out on a globe, Mm -hmm. like what you see in schools, if you map it out, like, some patterns don't make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, At least when it's round. But if it's flat, it makes more sense. Mm -hmm. 
So, like, there's those. Um, there's the whole, like, why don't we see a curve in the horizon? Mm-hmm. No matter how high you are, rather you're just standing on your own, like, however tall you are. <clears throat> you're looking out at a horizon and you can see it. It's not curved. It's mm-hmm. purely flat. Um, even when you're up in, like, an airplane, it's pretty yeah. much flat. But, of course, when you're up there, it's, like, you just see clouds unless you're taking off. Or if you're in a hot air balloon, uh, which don't necessarily go above clouds, um, it's still flat. Above the crowd. Clouds, you won't be able to breathe, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, like, one of the big ones that a lot of, of these flat earthers, as they're called, um, will bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um with some of the big international or global or whatever companies that are out there. Um, okay. United Nations, International Marine Time Organization, World Metrological Organization, all these other organizations, right? Mm-hmm. You look at their logos and it's around a map, circle, whatever. And then it has like all of the continents on it Mm -hmm. and like they brought that up and they're like look like even they're saying it's flat earth but i'm like no you just can see all of the continents from well that you can see all of it but i i put it no you can see it but i only say well if it's a bunch of nations coming together they're not all gonna like the idea of only one side of the earth being represented right so just make everybody happy. Just put everything on one circle. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my only like rebuttal, I guess, about mm-hmm. it. Um, so like other points that kind of in my research of it is like, so if we're if we're on this flat surface, why do we have arched rainbows? Mm. You know, so there's like that theory or um, okay, um, like don't we need something to trap gravity or the like moisture of the earth to create like different weather? Mm. Um, so like if earth is technically this huge ball of like gases, mm-hmm. hot lava, whatever. Uh, referring to Steven Universe. So using a pot that's on the stove, Mm -hmm. like steam comes off of it, right? And Mm -hmm. it just goes up. But if Mm -hmm. you put a lid over it, you see the condensation happening Mm -hmm. in it, which causes like the rain. Mm -hmm. Well, same thing applies to like the earth. Like if we're this huge pot, if you will, and in the center is our core, which is super hot. Mm Mm-hmm then we need some sort of lid to create like the, the moisture or condensation, whatever. And I'm sorry that I'm like super dumbing this down, but this is the best way to explain it in a timely manner. Um, so like that leads to like the big topic of what it's called the firmament, mm-hmm. uh, firmament, which is basically this invisible dome that encircles the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless if it's flat or round, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's referred to in world religions um, is this 
huge dome. It's been illustrated in all the religions and everything. Um, I'm assuming that in the firmament, that's where we see all of our stars, our Mm -hmm. galaxies. Well, not galaxies. So like in our realm, um, Mm -hmm. the stars, the moon, whatever. Um, But that still doesn't like explain to me. Excuse me. So if our what we know so like all of our continents are on one side of this plane mm-hmm. what's on the underside mm-hmm. that's what i want to know uh it's just like like when earthbenders kick up a piece of rock mm-hmm. like it's still like jaggedy, like jaggedy or whatever yeah, yeah. That's what it is. um or a big ass turtle depending <laughs> what you're yes asking. exactly so that was kind of always something i had wondered or like in the Marvel movies of, um, uh, is it Valhalla that mm. Thor lives in? No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, uh, yeah, but you know, like how they, like in the first movie, it mm-hmm. showed, uh, Asgard. Asgard. Oh my God. Why am I saying Valhalla? Valhalla is the other one where they mm-hmm. die. Um, Asgard were like, you see going through the clouds and I think there's like rock formations and then the camera flips and then you see like this, horizon with all the the beauty of asgard Mm -hmm. that's what i kind of envision like when people talk about this Mm -hmm. um so it's just really interesting like i do understand like where a lot of people come from about it um shane's brother primarily talked about how anytime you do try to do research about it you're gonna find tons of sites that try and debunk it or say like you're crazy if you're looking into this mm-hmm. um i think he said something along the lines that the government themselves created a website that calls himself like flat earth society or something like even trying to say like you're crazy like for mm-hmm. looking into this but like i guess at that point that's like government trying to control you to mm-hmm. believe one thing whatever mm-hmm. you know um do I believe it? I'm kind of on the same boat as his brother. Like, I don't care if we're on a sphere or if we're on a plane. Mm-hmm. What I care about is our existence and like what we're doing now, mm-hmm. what's going to happen, um, like to the earth, mm-hmm. you know, all this kind of stuff. But I guess like you could dive deeper into it of like, those who go up into space, like, mm-hmm. is it all simulated? Like, a lot of people believe, like... All NASA footage is basically yeah, CG. Yeah, that it's all fake. Um, I didn't watch it. I don't know if you watched it, the whole, uh, the Tesla being launched into space um, I thing. saw clips. Well, I, I guess apparently with that, like, there was a moment where there was a glitch. Yes. And, like, you saw, like basically like green screen kind of thing happening behind the car mm-hmm. where it glitched out and it was like in this room and then it came back and mm-hmm. you saw outer space or something. So like people believe that it's, it wasn't even real mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And so I don't know. It is kind of like, why are we being deceived of knowing what else is out there? Mm-hmm. But I guess then, and this can all be for like another conversation another time but then it becomes like why are we being deprived of knowing that there's more outside our realm of this earth Mm -hmm. um 
because everyone believes that aliens are real or like a majority of people believe that they're real. Mm -hmm. A lot of people believe like I haven't seen them, but I believe that they're plausible because how can we be the only living things in this like galaxy or whatever? And if that's the case, like because like Area 51 is super concealed. Mm. Um, Cheryl and Tiger, I think, like kind of drove past it. And Mm. I remember she telling me that they like were very far away. Mm. And I think they were just having to stop and get gas. Mm -hmm. But like she remembers seeing like military cars like at the top of this ridge because on Mm. the other side is where Area 51 Mm. would have been. And she got, like, the worst feeling, and she was like, we got to go. Like, mm-hmm. we're getting gas, but we need to go kind of thing. So, like, sure, if they're wanting to keep Area 51 a secret, or, mm-hmm. like, even though everyone knows that aliens are there, mm-hmm. again, leading back to the, like, everyone knows everything by this point. Like, nothing's super secret on certain mm-hmm. things. But, like, if we know that they're there, why are we being told, like, this is what space looks like. This mm. is what the earth looks like. Mm. Like, why? Why are they keeping it from us? Is it? Is there, like, more out there where it's, like, control because they know these aliens will, like, either destroy us or, mm. like, open our minds to everything else? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's, I guess you can almost kind of say it's, like, a weird, like, Adam and Eve with the snake thing where it's, like you're being deprived of the truth, mm. but like you can take a bite of the apple or you don't mm. kind of thing. And like, yeah, does that make sense? Mm. I feel like that doesn't make sense. What? Are you good? Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Sorry. <laughs> you weren't saying anything, so I wasn't sure. Um, but anyway, so that's what flat earth is. Um, feel free to look into it more. It's interesting. Again, do I believe it or not? I really don't. I might research into it more. Yeah. I don't know. But. Let me say the stuff to debunk it. Go for it. Um, you yourself have a telescope. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you don't personally own one, but you can get one. Mm-hmm. And then you can look out into space mm-hmm. and see all the shit. Yeah. Well, that's where the firmament could be. Like what we see in our right. galaxy is like in it. Right. And then supposedly, um, I don't know. I don't know. The Tesla video isn't the only video of space. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, There was, I think, a a Red Bull thing where they had like a guy jump out of like the highest point. Um, And so he like literally like you could see the earth from that far away. And Mm -hmm. then he like jumped. Yeah. So I'd have to know about that. Yeah. uh, But like. There's more than one video showing space and not space. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, just a lot of people are slowly not trusting NASA. Um, and then there's, well, yeah, well, that was Red Bull. NASA so, was, or no, no, Red no, Bull it, was it, was, it was a Red Bull thing where the guy jumped out of the thing. That doesn't really help because I have no idea. It wasn't what you're NASA. About. Okay. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, and then again, going back to, like, how many people have to be in on it? If more people are in on it, how many people are going to keep quiet about it? So the more people that are in on it, mm-hmm. the harder it is to keep quiet. This is, like, 
an entire government level thing or an entire NASA level thing. Yeah, but I, I think in this day and age, I think it is very plausible that like people can be told to be quiet. I mean, there are a lot of people that do come out about stuff like when they're literally on their deathbed because mm. like as they're living, they know their lives are in danger. So they have to be quiet about it. Or they had to, like, write it down and keep it secret or something. Like, I do think it's plausible that we do live in a society where, like, people that are higher up on the scale have, like, way more power mm. and have way more resources than we are led on to, to where it's, like, they can keep a lot of people quiet. Right. But it's also, like, it's super easy to be a whistleblower. Like... It is. Edward Snowden is alive. Yeah. Um. So, like... It's not like mm -hmm. it's impossible. So, yeah. and I think he kind of started like a lot of chain stuff with like knowing that you're constantly spied on. Yeah. So I mean, uh, and that's also partly because of nine eleven. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'll I'll sort of add the final thought to the whole conspiracy thing after this last one, which is the life one. Life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so this is something that's really interesting to me where, again, like what I said earlier is like basically reincarnation in mm -hmm. a way. I will say at one point in my life, I think I believed it. At one mm -hmm. point I didn't. This is like an interesting theory to me to where it's like I could believe it. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the stories Shane expressed was this woman in Thailand, she was dying and she said she wants to come back and be reincarnated. <clears throat> and so her daughter took, like, this white paint, made, like, this, like, mark on the back of her neck, mm -hmm. of her mother's neck, um, to be like, okay, well, this way we'll know where to find you, mm -hmm. like, if you have this mark in your other life. The woman dies, and uh, shortly thereafter, like, a child is born. So, like, her grandson is born. Mm -hmm. He has a birthmark that's same spot that mm -hmm. the white mark was left on her. Yeah. And then, like, as he got older, I don't know if he, like, had memories, but he started going to things that were hers and said, this is mine. No, this is mine mm -hmm. kind of thing. And so they believe that she did come back. Mm -hmm. And kind of the fun thing about, like, birthmarks um, that was brought up was, like, if you have a certain birthmark, maybe that was, like what was left from you when you died. Mm -hmm. So like you have a birthmark on like the lower part of your back. Mm -hmm. And like when I told you it, you were like, oh, maybe I got stabbed in the back or something. A tu brute. A tu brute. Yes. Um, but then I'm like, well, what about the people that don't have birthmarks? Mm -hmm. Like I don't have one. That a natural death. <laughs> yeah. So like, what if it's just that, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and that leads to like, so if that's the case of rein or like reincarnation or whatever, um, there's the light at the end of the tunnel that mm -hmm. everyone talks about. Like when you hear about death, mm -hmm. like, oh, don't go towards the light or go towards the light or whatever. Birth canal. Yeah. What if that's just what it is? It's the continuation of mm -hmm. like being reborn again. And the theory of like why you come out crying is because you're sad that you lost the life that you just had, all the people that you loved. And so as you're growing in this new life, mm -hmm. you start f 
forgetting your past life. Mm. But like you might have weird memories or like weird associations, like why you love certain things Mm -hmm. that don't make sense. Or like you start having just random memories that aren't even yours. And that's where the deja vu comes from. Mm. So I think that's like a really interesting like take on it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so then that makes me think, okay, like let's say all this is plausible. So are we just continuously living like just a previous life? Yeah. Are we constantly going in this never ending cycle? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then that leads to, is that just existence in general? You know? So like we've always been told you only live like one life. Mm-hmm. Well, what if we do live continuously and we just keep forgetting them? And is that just, existence in general or is that like a simulation hmm. so matrix yes. um where they're like constantly wanting you to keep being under um the simulation or whatever sure so they keep you going through those cycles um and then to further that like when does it stop and mm-hmm. is that where the heaven and hell whatever comes from no matter like mm-hmm. what you believe in in that like that supposed afterlife sure if you will so I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting. It's, I don't know. Like, I still personally feel like reincarnation is plausible. Mm. That one is where I'm more like 70, 30. Mm. Because there are a lot of cases that make sense. Um, that could kind of maybe help it. Mm-hmm. Again, scientifically speaking, you can't prove it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it's something that's kind of talked about worldwide. So when I start to think if it's talked about all over the world, it had to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how certain myths are the same on each continent, mm-hmm. but slightly different. Mm-hmm. So like telephone, game of telephone. Mm-hmm. But then again, it, it like it does start questioning like is it existence is it simulation right we, we never know mm-hmm. because like no one has really been able to technically come back from the dead mm-hmm. except like the various few cases of like i died i saw god and i came back mm-hmm. you know kind of thing like and i i do believe like those people are pretty genuine when they talk about it mm-hmm. but like i'm not that person mm-hmm. i'm not jeff you know, mm-hmm. random person, Jeff, whatever. Um, I don't know, like, what he saw. <clears throat> I don't know, like, what he felt. I don't know any of that. Yeah. So I am just going purely based on his word, just like you are going purely based on my word or our viewers or mm-hmm. your viewers are going based on our words. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, it's always hard when mm-hmm. you're going just purely based on word when you can't experience it yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> that's... Okay. I don't know where else to lead from that. Um, so, um, again, just using science and logic to explain or disprove either direction. Yeah. Um, so, the birthmark story, mm-hmm. um, I hate to just sort of like debunk it as anecdotal, but anecdotal uh, <laughs> is you can't use anecdotal evidence as scientific evidence because it has to be reproducible. 
Um, so anecdotes are just, oh, a story that you tell someone. It's just like one story that you say, as opposed to whenever you cite scientific evidence, you're using Multiple. a whole lot of recreations of experiments. Well, I'm just giving so, the one example, right, right, though. Yeah. There are other cases. Yeah. Um, and so, and then the other part of like science and being not anecdotal is that it has to, the experiment has to be recreated the same way every time. Yeah. And so. That's kind so, of impossible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, which is why some of these things are not able to be proved or disproved. Really. Right. Um, and then the other part is like. Humanity has been trying to explain the afterlife in as many ways as possible. And this is just a blend of. I think it's like a fascination of humankind. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whether well, you're scared of it or you're fascinated by it, I think it's. I don't know if it was with you or if I heard it somewhere else, but like the living is constantly preparing for death. Mm hmm. While they're here, no right. matter what, because like ancient Egyptians, mm -hmm. they always prepared for when they died. So yeah. like what things would go in their tomb with them. Right. Um, but like even now, I guess you can kind of say, sorry, like we're preparing for death. Like mm -hmm. if like the man of the house like dies, mm -hmm. how is his family going to take be like taken care of after mm -hmm. he's dead? So we're preparing for death, whether right. if it's our own or someone else's. So this is sort of a counter conspiracy, if you will. Um, teaching people to believe that there is an afterlife or that there is more after you are alive mm -hmm. is teaching them to play their life. Uh, to the fullest? Hmm? No. Oh. Not to the fullest. Oh. Because it's like, oh, I have another one. It'll be fine. Or this isn't. This isn't even my final form. So, uh, like, I don't have to, you know, strive to be the most ambitious. I don't have to blank. Mm -hmm. And so uh, to be taught that, like, oh, don't worry, you're not done yet is well, teaching someone to not live their life to the fullest. Right. And so in a way, you could say that it's like, oh, we're being taught to believe in reincarnation or believe in an afterlife. So that we don't rise up and rebel and try and make a better life for ourselves right now. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's like a way of like keeping us at bay because it's like, oh, don't worry. You'll get yours after you're dead. You'll get your 72 versions and you don't have to worry about like, mm -hmm. you know, suicide bombing right now because you'll be fine later. It's like, right. oh, cool. I got a terrorist attack out of that person mm -hmm. and they won't you know, live to come back and realize that I didn't get my 72 versions. Um, mm -hmm. So that's sort of counter conspiracy that, oh, the people that are trying to control us, it is helpful for mind control purposes to make people think that there is an afterlife so that you don't live your life to the fullest. If you do believe that this is the only time that you're alive, it's like, Oh man, we gotta scramble. We gotta do everything we can because I've nothing left. So I have to be ambitious. I have to strive to change the world because this is all I got. Well, yeah, but I guess like, can you also say like, oh, this is your one life. Don't like screw it up. Like, can that also technically 
be a way to control people to be like, oh, this is your only life. Buy all these things. Hmm. High risk, high reward. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. If it's if it's high risk, maybe you will take more risk because this is the only chance that you get. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's getting closer to the end of the night, you might bet a little bit more on this thing because this is your last chance. Yeah. Um. So that's sort of my reasoning out of that. And then uh, with simulation theory, um, given the way the technology has been going, mm-hmm. it is more likely that we are living in a simulation than we are not. So like the probability of yeah. this being a simulation is higher than this just being normal reality. Well, then like, because I haven't, I never grew up with the Matrix. Like I remember it, but I never watched it mm-hmm. until like, like yeah. last year. So like, then the cr- question that I have is when did the simulation happen? So like how ancient philosophers always said, there's like this veil over our faces. Mm -hmm. Did it start then? Or like, is it more recent? Oh, no. All of the universe has always been a simulation. So like from the beginning, basically. Um, And it's just like, you know, some higher whatever or humans still. That's why they don't want us to go to space. Computer or whatever. And they're just, oh, let's see about uh, if you you could watch a lot of Black Mirror as well, um, because they sort of explore this thing as well. Mm-hmm. That you could simulate life in a computer and go, ooh, how will this go? Right. If we go this way, what will happen that time? Is that why they don't want us to go to space? Because like, then they'll just break the simulation. Um, the simulation can handle. All of the minutia of our daily life anyways and all of the like tiny details and all of the everything. Even if we go to Mars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It could also be procedurally generated like Nomansky. Uh, no Man's Sky. Oh, okay. Um, the, I was thinking Minecraft. I was like. That too. Yeah. Um, procedurally generated environments that are perfectly believable. And it's like, oh, cool. We're all just, mm-hmm. you know still going but the simulation is just like oh they're going here now better populate mars with resources and stuff Mm -hmm. um the giant old video game um (laughs) that god is just playing or the creator or whatever you want to call it yeah Um, we're all just a giant sims game (laughs) yeah in a way (laughs) um and again given the way that technology is how much and how well we can compute and given quantum computing happening soon enough and artificial intelligence and all of that, mm-hmm. um, it is just more likely that we live in a simulation than if we don't. <laughs> all right. Um, but then the other part uh, that I was going to add, sort of the addendum to all of these conspiracy theories, is... Um, Occam's razor. Mm-hmm. Um, Occam's razor basically dictates um, the most probable solution is usually the simplest one. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, oh no, my pencil fell. Does that mean that like 
the government is watching me and they're trying to trick me into thinking that blah, 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 and making my life worse by making my pencil fall. It's like, no, you've left it on the edge of the thing and it rolled off. So Occam's razor dictates that the most <laughs> probable explanation is usually the simplest one. Mm-hmm. We're all just overthinking it. Yeah. Um, and it's fine. I mean, that's human brains and we all try and explain different stuff and make up different stories. We anthropomorphize God and we uh, try and think of an explanation for why we haven't gone off the planet entirely or why bad things happen. And we just try and explain things to ourselves. And sometimes it's a lot simpler. Mm -hmm. And then the other part is like, um, I feel like it doesn't explain everything though. So I can't fully agree to that. Right. Well, this other part that I'm saying is uh, the teapot problem. Um, I think I might have explained it to you before. I've explained it in a different podcast talking about religion. Um, the teapot problem is this sort of thought experiment that's... So let's say that there is... I am saying that for sure there is a teapot orbiting Mercury. Um there's no way to really check mm-hmm. because to try and get a telescope all the way over there in a very small refined space, something as small as a teapot um, is very difficult to find. And on what axis is orbiting Mercury? Is it even actually orbiting Mercury? Maybe it's just orbiting the sun near Mercury. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm saying that definitely there is a teapot orbiting Mercury. There's no way to disprove that claim. Right. There's no way to really prove that claim. Isn't that the same as like Schrodinger's cat in a way? Yes and no. Okay. No, because you actually did put the cat in the box. Okay, that's fair. But I'm I'm meaning more of the whole like is it dead or is it alive kind of thing. Right. Well Is the teapot really there or not? Yeah. Well, if I just fabricated this out of nothing. Yeah. And I just say, like, there's a teapot there. Mm-hmm. and there's no way to disprove it, then it doesn't matter if the teapot is there or not. But you could do this with anything. Right. And so you can say, oh, the world is flat, everyone is lying to us, and mm-hmm. you can make up every single excuse to make your thing the correct thing. Oh, yeah. Um, if but, you say enough to, like, prove it, you start believing in it. Wasn't that something that we talked about? Uh, self-fulfilling props? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you tell yourself something long enough, yeah, it starts to become true. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes in part with memory as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, every time that we remember something, we, our brains are literally recreating it. Right. Uh, there's no memory really stored in like your neurons per se. It's every time that you recall it, you're sort of reconstructing it. And so you might leave something out or add something new mm-hmm. and you're remembering it. Every time that you remember something, you're changing a little bit. So there's no way to accurately remember anything, really, because human memory kind of sucks. So the best way is to, like, take a picture. Yeah. Um, Write it down, because once you put something in the physical world, it is then provable. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, at the same time, question everything. Ask questions. It's good to dig into conspiracy theories and go, ooh, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Is this 
true is this not true but also ask questions of those people who are asking questions yeah um so it's like um i have this quote from chris ryan or he quotes someone else um which is uh seek out those who seek out answers Mm -hmm. and question those and be suspicious of those who have claimed to have found the answers. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, cool, it's good to ask questions and seek out the truth. But as soon as someone goes, I know everything, I know what this is Mm -hmm. and this is what it is. You should be very suspicious of that person because <laughs> no one actually knows anything. Right. We could all be a brain in a vat. We could all be in a simulation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're all just one person just having different thoughts at the same time. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works for you. Teapot. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Table, thank you for uh, <laughs> agreeing to spend the rest of your life with me. Aw. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but also for doing this podcast. Of course. It was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, hopefully people didn't go crazy and uh, are going to uh, suddenly start being flat earthers. Hopefully not. I hopefully think the government's going to come after say, us. Yeah. And continue bugging our phones because they always do. Yeah. I well, mean, what? if uh, you don't hear any more podcasts after this, you know <laughs> what happened. Yep. Um, but seriously, question everything. Yeah. Um, and again... This was all just for fun conversation. Nothing of this is like factual. I mean, you can definitely go out and do your own research, but like these are all just theories. They're just ideas. Yeah. Um, so where can we find you and your things? You can find me mainly on Instagram at Sable and underscore creations. Yeah. Where you'll find a lot of my stuff, uh, primarily all my artwork um, and through that, you'll find like more ways to find me. Yeah. Um, I also want to do like a huge shout out again to Shane Dawson, who's been the huge inspiration behind this. It's not like he needs the plug, but here you go. Well, I love him and I want to give him credit where credit is due. Credit is there. Yes. So big shout out to him for the inspiration. Love you. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you're we're also both. In Solstice cosplay. Oh, yeah. So anytime I have a Solstice member on here. uh, We're making plans to do stuff. So keep an eye out. Go find us on Facebook. Yeah, facebook.com slash Solstice cosplay group. Yep. Um, I remember that mess. Uh, (laughs) Check out the newest skit that we did for TNT this year. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You can watch that. But yeah. um, So now end your thing. Yeah. I'm Santiago Ramones. I'm Sable. Um, you can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music, uh, which you can download for free or not free. You can pay however much money you want for that, um, which is my demo, Songs with Words. Um, and you can also listen to this podcast and leave reviews or leave ratings or leave comments. Uh, you can yes, find- I want to see the comments for this <laughs> one for sure. Um, You can listen to it through Apple Podcasts, through Stitcher, on YouTube, um, or you can listen to it straight through my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I always end my podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. 
those three things are. Love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong. Bye.